Welcome to the Self-Care Tarot Podcast with me, Kat Crawford. A podcast that uses tarot to delve a little deeper into self-exploration, enhance your journaling and aid with spiritual development. Welcome back everybody to the Self-Care Tarot Podcast. I hope you're all well and today episode 10 is the last episode of season one but do not fear we will be back um on the 10th of april so yeah end of season one 10 episodes in and it has been amazing it has been great to see just how well received the podcast has been um i knew i had like a small audience that might be interested but It has really been amazing to see just how everybody really loves what we're chatting about on the podcast. So that's been fantastic. So thank you all for a great first season. And yeah, we'll be back on the 10th of April for season two and ready for spring, getting into the spring to summer season. And yeah, just closing out this this end of winter season which is lovely so one of the reasons why um i decided i wanted to do kind of 10 episode blocks was because obviously we talk about self-care on this podcast and a way for me to take better care of myself my energy my mental health is to really make sure i give myself regular breaks from the podcast because it's a lot of work i have to try and find time to record when it's quiet and there's nobody else in the house and editing takes a lot of time and energy and thinking of like scripts and writing scripts and stuff so there's a lot in it that I kind of didn't originally I think understand how much energy it was going to take so yeah I decided to make sure to give myself regular breaks throughout the year but still be able to kind of give this podcast my all so that is why taking a very short hiatus, just a few weeks, to recharge and then straight back into it for spring. So for the final episode of this season, season one, right as we head into spring, as I've been saying, I thought it would be really nice to spend some time with the springiest tarot card that I could think of, and it is the Empress. So again, we are going back to the Major Arcana, Last few episodes we've been talking about the minor arcana and those kind of little life lessons that we need to learn. Now we're delving back in, bookending this podcast. We started with a major arcana card. We're finishing with one for season one. And yeah, looking at the empress. So the empress is the ultimate fertility card. So it made a lot of sense to choose her for episode 10 this week because I thought we could look at how she can teach us to let go in order to attract and grow in the most organic way possible. So really feel that spring energy coming in, making its way to you. Maybe even go for a walk while you have a listen or just notice the sounds of nature wherever you find yourself And yeah, let's get stuck in with the Empress. (music) 
So the Empress card. The Empress is sometimes known as the mother of the tarot card. So she's the the counterpart to the emperor, um, which is the kind of masculine father figure of the tarot. And she represents all the divine feminine energy we have locked inside of us. So every single human on the planet has both divine feminine energy and divine masculine energy. It doesn't matter what gender you identify as or what your biological sex is, everybody has both divine uh, feminine and masculine energy. That's just how it is. That's how we're balanced. So with the Empress, this energy, this divine feminine energy allows us to nurture and tend to both ourselves and also to others. So it is that really empathetic emotionally driven energy that we all need in order to relate to other people and to be able to communicate with the world around us in a very feeling and connected way. So the Empress also takes a lot of inspiration from nature and if you have the Rider Waite card you will have seen on the illustration the Empress is a very mother nature type figure. She's chilling in a forest. She's surrounded by kind of wheat and barley and food and harvests and flowers and rivers and just all of that kind of life and thriving organic natural world surrounds her. So I always see her as a card that combines all the four elemental energies in equal measure because that's what we need in order to make trees grow and grass grow and just keep the whole world ticking over. We need all those four elemental energies. So fire, water, air, earth, they all need to be balanced in order for us to create something. Unlike the magician, which is also a card that contains all four elemental energies in order to create and manifest, the empress doesn't seek to control or really channel energy into anything specific like she's a lot more laid back a lot more free-flowing she just allows everything to flow and work organically and take its own time and she doesn't push anything she just sits back after kind of planting the seeds she just lets whatever is going to grow grow and this is something that's going to be driving our little chat today. So because this week we're looking at how the Empress can help us to let go so that we can attract more things into our lives, it's important to remember that the Empress does that by reminding us of that organic development, of allowing things, space and time to work itself out and thrive. So she's really about being able to oversee but not necessarily be really hands-on to a point where She's trying to control every tiny detail in order to make something happen. She just plants the seeds, sits back, and then whatever happens, happens, and she's fine no matter what. So that's the kind of energy that we're working with today. So recently I heard the Empress card described as, and I think it was Melinda Lee Holm. I think I was watching a tarot reading with Melinda Lee Holm on Facebook, And she was describing um, the Empress card as 
planting a load of wildflowers. So a bit like the empress has like a handful of wildflower seeds and she spreads them all out wherever and ever. She just throws them in front of herself and then whatever grows, grows and whatever doesn't, doesn't. And and that's it. It's not um, about being really careful. Say if we're looking at the Knight of Pentacles, for example, which I think we did in the last episode, he is very meticulous about where those seeds are being planted, whereas the Empress is a bit more free-loving. free, free loving. She just kind of throws them out there. Wherever they land, they land there. Whatever happens after that, like, is fine. She She takes a step back from that. And this applies to many things in life, but particularly to those things we feel really passionate about or the manifestations we're trying to attract or the kind of goals we're actively trying to reach, there comes a point in all of those journeys where you have to simply sit back and allow things to come to you, to unravel as they were meant to. Instead of you chasing or pushing them, trying to force them into an unnatural state of being. Because most of the time, being that hands-on and being that forceful and trying really hard to make something really specific happen, if it's not meant to be or it's not meant to happen in that particular way, all that's doing is draining your energy and not allowing you to put that energy into something that is aligned or is meant to be. So what we're doing with the Empress card is knowing what we need to let go of and then exploring the possibilities of if we let go of that thing, what will then that create space for? So tapping into that overall message that we're looking at in this episode of letting go in order to attract, it sounds like an oxymoron because it's like, why would I let go of it if I want to attract this thing? But that's the whole point of the Empress. So the Empress helps us understand and accept this because she reminds us that just being, just being in the moment, being who we are, sitting there in whatever energy has already been created, that is enough. And that we need to be able to release expectations when they no longer align. So the universe may have a particular plan or an order of things that you are ready for. And the empress is the energy of being able to see that and accept that and kind of put the trust into the plan of the universe and be able to know a bit like the hangman being able to know when you need to act on something and when it's time to take a step back and let those actions unfurl and grow and develop in their own time and not feel like you have to be hands-on all the time. So I firmly believe that everything happens for a reason and I've talked about it multiple times on the podcast. I think, I can't remember what episode it was. My memory is just non-existent. But I did um, talk a bit about my career history and my experience with like job interviews and getting jobs and not getting jobs and things like that. So I've talked about that before and about my own experiences with things happening for a reason. Oh, I think it was the Wheel of Fortune. It was the Wheel of Fortune episode I, I talked about this. But it is 
that's my kind of personal experience. I believe that everything happens for a reason because that's just how it's always worked out for me. But being able to accept that something wasn't meant to happen has always been a bit of a sticking point, not just for me, but I know for people that I've read tarot for and, you know, clients that have come to me with problems or questions that they really need help with. A lot of the time it is that kind of um, challenge or obstacle that is in the way is their inability or even my inability to accept that something just wasn't meant to last or meant to emerge or meant to be attracted to you. So it is a really difficult lesson to to grasp and to accept. Being able to let go of something in order to attract something more aligned has been a hard lesson to learn and continues to be a hard lesson to learn. It is not something that you just learn and then move on from. You have to continuously learn this throughout life. But it does feel like an oxymoron that you have to let go in order to attract or achieve. But it does make sense when you really embrace it. And in this internet-centric age that we currently live in, we are overwhelmed with all the information. So we can often feel like we have to be everything all at once or we have to have everything all in that one moment. So in short, we've forgotten that it is 100% possible to spread ourselves too thin. And online, when we're online, if we're on social media or if we're talking to friends and family on Facebook, whatever it may be, we're constantly inundated with, oh, I've been here, I've done this, I've achieved this, this is a goal that I have come up against, these are my opinions about things, here's the news, everybody's at war with each other. And so we are constantly spreading our energy over all these many different things that even when I was a kid, people didn't have to um, think about that. Like I had MSN Messenger or AOL Messenger and that was it. That was the the maximum time I spent on the internet. We didn't have Twitter or I don't think even Facebook was there at the time. I had MySpace where I would change around my five friends and that was about it for my social media-ing. <laughs> so it is something that's very new and something that has come about very quickly. And so I think that's why it feels so much harder to accept this idea of spreading yourself too thin and why we forget about it so much is because it is so new that we're all trying to learn it at the same time. We're all trying to learn this le- this brand new lesson of how to live in this world all at the same time. And it's exhausting. But um, yeah, it is something that in the modern world we have to think about our energy now is way more dispersed than it used to be. Usually it would be within our little bubble. So it would be directly who we worked with or our energy would go directly to our actual career or our family or, you know, our neighbours. But now it's like, now your energy is dispersed throughout the entire world. Now you're taking on other people's pain. Now you're seeing what's happening in countries you probably didn't even know existed. And it's all a lot to take in. And so it's an energetic lesson that is, yeah, it's just very new and very hard to learn about being able to conserve that and know where your energy needs to be and where it doesn't. And what the Empress does is remind us that 
our energy is sacred, that what we choose to do with it makes a big difference to what we can manifest and attract into our lives. And often she's seen as a card of self-care. And this is largely because she reminds you to stop and let go, to tend to what is already emerging or tend to what is directly around you, what you have coveted, what you are immersed in right now, and accept that some things were just not meant to be, or accept that some things just don't need your help or don't need your energy right now. Hello, my dears. I just wanted to jump into this episode just to remind you that if you are looking for a tower reading, I offer email tarot readings if you are not a big fan of Zoom calls or I can do a video tarot reading for you as well and each tarot reading at the end of our reading I will email you a pdf of your full reading breakdown, the breakdown of all the cards that you've got and also offering you some guidance on how you can take the next steps and take what we've talked about in our tarot readings and really run with it and help you to overcome challenges and obstacles and reach that next goal. So if you are looking for a tarot reading, you can head on over to theselfcareemporium.com, click on tarot readings and fill in the booking form. I will be in touch with you to book you in and get your tarot reading done. And yeah, I hope to speak to you all soon. One of the biggest challenges with working with the Empress in this specific way, especially in my own experience, is that we want what we want and we want it instantly. So again, I've talked about this in the past, about this kind of instant need for gratification, of clarification, of, you know, just having things within the matter of hours, seconds, minutes. And what the Empress does is she puts us back in touch with the truth of nature. And that truth is that not everything that we plant or that we want will grow and thrive. And some things won't emerge at all. And some things may look promising, but then they kind of fade away or they just don't work out the way that we would hope that they would. And that's a really tough lesson to learn, especially in an age where we are so disconnected from the natural world. Nature is slow and it's unpredictable. And we've been programmed to need and thrive off speed and certainty in order to feel safe in the world. So this idea of things taking a lot of time or not arriving straight away or the fact that something is going to be completely out of your control of when it's going to come to you is quite a hard one to grasp. And the funny thing is, and it's something that I noticed massively once I started um, my witchcraft and paganism journey, is that you actually start to feel calmer and more relaxed and in some ways more in control of your own life when you let go of control, which sounds like it shouldn't work, but it does. You actually feel like you have more control the less you try to control something. And it's hard to explain because it's something that is, you kind of, you feel it. So it's not necessarily a conscious thought or decision. You just feel supported by the world and the natural cycle of things. 
you can kind of put trust into the universe and think, you know what, it's not, it's none of my business. It's not up to me. It's up to the world. It's up to nature. It's up to the universe. It's whatever it is. So you start to feel more comforted by that because you know that there's nothing you can physically do. So you have to take that step back. And I have an anxiety disorder. So control was always a big issue for me. If I wasn't in the driver's seat for everything, if I didn't get to choose the exact outcome of my actions or when and where or how and all of that, then it would just send me into this like panicked spiral. But now, now that I've learned a lot about witchcraft and paganism, which is very nature-based, very um, focused on getting back in touch with natural cycles and things like that. So now I'm a lot more in tune with those natural cycles of the world. And this is, it's massively helped me to accept how everything works in life. So we may not be directly in tune with nature anymore, but the entire modern world is built on patterns forged by the natural world. So everything in nature is the foundation for everything that we can see in our kind of modern life, in our modern world. And we can always see as we go kind of day to day, little flashes of those nature cycles and lessons. Often they just pass us by because they're so organic to us that we don't even notice them. But I think a couple of the ways that I tend to see them in my own life as a business owner and a freelancer, so I work for myself, my entire career is based off what I do. If I don't make any effort, if I don't do any work, I don't get any money. So as a business owner and a freelancer, the lessons of the empress and this idea of letting go in order to attract, that's been a huge learning curve for me. And it's been something that I've had to really force myself to put into practice because it felt so counterintuitive to do it because I have been programmed so intensely to be in control of everything. And I think as soon as you become self-employed as well, one of the things that people really drill into you is that it's all up to you. Your time is up to you. What you do with your time is up to you. You're then responsible for taxes. You're responsible for paying your national insurance. Like everything has to be controlled and sorted out by you. And so when it comes to matters of business that are kind of out of your hands or kind of up to fate, that's really hard. It's really hard to learn that and to be able to understand, okay, well, these are the things that as a business owner, I have to control, I have to manage, I have to be hands-on with. But these things over here in this pile over on the right, that's the stuff that I don't have control over and that I have to leave up to fate and trust that the universe will deliver this to me. So it's hard because you want your business to grow and provide for you, but there will always be things you do that don't work and things you do that work amazingly well. So your business may even fail. You may, you may fail completely. You may go bankrupt, but then you might start a new business that works way better or you feel more aligned with it or it just feels like it fits a lot better. And that is, again, that kind of natural cycle of life to death. And it's found in literally everything. So that life cycle, being born to going back to the ground, that appears in 
business, in your career, in family, in friends, in relationships, food, nature, it is literally everywhere. And it's that that we are essentially talking about. That's what it's at, at the core of this lesson with the Empress, of this letting go and being able to attract, of being able to accept death in order to accept life. And it's just, you know, it's just a constant cycle of this, being able to let go of what needs to be let go of in order to attract or to bring forward what's waiting to come in. So when we talk about letting go in order to attract, we have to have a little look at the idea of energy. And as humans, we emit and we absorb energy and it's on a cycle. So again, we're talking about those cycles. So it's on a cycle. So we give it away and we receive it. So if our energy is depleted, we can't release any energy into the areas that we need to. So we have to then recharge essentially in order to then feel like we have something to give. So if we're receiving too much energy, so on the opposite end of the scale, if we're absorbing too much energy, maybe from other people or situations or something that's going on in your life, that's just really, you feel very drained or you just feel very overwhelmed. So if we're receiving all of that energy, that can then stop us from being able to also release any energy because we can't see where to channel it into. So it's like being hit constantly with like massive waves. At, you know, if you're stood on the shore of a stormy sea, you're constantly being hit by waves and you, it disorientates you. So you don't know what to do. You're just kind of stood there being bombarded by all of this thing. And the same applies to energy. You're being bombarded by this energy so that you're just kind of paralyzed and you don't know what to do or where to go. So we have to really focus on allowing this cycle of energy to really keep going and to keep moving and flowing really organically so that we can keep attracting things that are better aligned for us or that will benefit us more in the long run. So when we talk about letting go, we are talking about that exchange of energy. So when we let go of an idea or an expectation, we're releasing that pent up energy in order to make room to receive fresher and more aligned energy. So the Empress helps to illustrate this because she represents the balanced cycle of this energy exchange. So she doesn't hoard any of her energy. She releases it when she needs to and absorbs it from what is around her. So when we talk about manifesting things, for example, this energy exchange is integral because if we hold on to beliefs or ideas or expectations or desires, whatever it is, if we hold on to that energy, because everything is energy, all those things are energy, we don't have any room for anything new to come in, any new energy that might actually be healthier for us or more beneficial for us in the long term. So a good visualization for this is if you imagine you have a garden and you've planted a bunch of seeds and bulbs and all the nice things and you're waiting for them all to bloom. But then you go out to your garden, it's been a couple of months and only half have emerged from the soil. So if you've got a flower bed, half of that flower bed is in bloom, half of that flower bed is not in bloom. You can either be upset that half of that flower bed is not in bloom, or you can be like, look at these amazing flowers that I have grown from seed. That's awesome. So it's a very glass half full, glass half empty 
philosophical way of looking at things. So you still have space to try something new, to try something else. There's still potential, even though what you had maybe hoped was going to happen didn't actually come to fruition. So there is that optimism there. There is opportunity. But if you are so focused on what hasn't happened, of what you've not been able to achieve or not been able to kind of bring to fruition, you're going to just feel terrible. And so you have to make that choice of what are you going to focus your energy on? And what you decide to focus your energy on is going to have a huge impact on everything else. So it could even have an impact on your physical health, your mental well-being, your emotional health. You make that decision of where your energy is going, of what you let go of and what you hold on to. So something else I want to touch on just briefly before we jump into the journal prompts for this week is that this way of thinking with the Empress can also help us to take into consideration the other elements that are at play externally from us. So if we touch back on that kind of garden analogy I said before, why did those flowers not bloom? So maybe the seeds were not fertile, maybe the ground you planted them in wasn't ideal, and so they didn't have the right environment to grow or nutrients to grow, which I had, like, quite literally, I think it was last year, I planted some carrots. I've never grown carrots in my entire life. And I thought, this is fine, I was going to plant some carrots in the garden. And then after I'd planted them, I read on the packet, it was like, does not grow in very clay clayey soil and I realized that I planted them in completely clay soil and I was like well they're not gonna bloom so I hadn't <laughs> it wasn't really that I was a terrible gardener although it's kind of a bit like that it was more the case of the environment just wasn't right for for those things to thrive and you know it could even be it was too cold or there was frost or whatever. So there are so many energies, so many things at work, so many kind of cogs and wheels turning that have absolutely nothing to do with you, that you have no control over. And so when something doesn't work out, remember that it's not always down to you. There are things in this world that you cannot control and there is no point grabbing hold of those things energetically because it's not going to change anything. So when we're talking about letting go in order to attract things, we're also talking about being able to accept that sometimes we have to let go of something because the environment that we're in is just not right. Or the person that we are in that moment just isn't the right person to bring that thing in. And so when we let go, we give ourselves space we give ourselves that kind of energetic cleanse that we need to then attract what it is either that we need or that is more aligned with who we are, where we are right now. So we've come to the journal prompts for the Empress and the final journal prompts of season one of the self-care tarot. So let's end this season on a really nourishing note. Grab your Empress cards if you want to grab your Empress card and your journals and let's get into it. So prompt one, what I want you to do is write down something you have been holding on to for a while. So what is it? Why is it so important to you? Really think about literally anything. It could be a thought that you have, it could be a belief, it could be something physical like 
you have a memento from a past relationship or, you know, anything like that. What have you been holding on to? What have you been giving your energy to for a really long time? So write it down. You can write as many things as you want. It Sometimes just writing it all down actually helps to cleanse and get all that stuff out. So prompt two, what would happen if you let go? Where would it leave you? So how would you feel? What would your life look like? What situation or situations might you have to deal with if you let go of that thing? So this is really just exploring the consequences of letting go of that thing you've been holding on to. And this really helps us to see the reality of our situation, of what's going on. And yeah, just help us kind of better understand maybe why we're holding on to it or what exactly we're afraid of happening if we let go. Prompt three. So if you did let go and you created that space in your life, what could fill that space? So what alternative scenario or scenarios would be possible and what could you give that energy to instead? So now we're replacing, we've let go and we're thinking about, okay, well, this is what could happen if I let go, but also what's a more positive thing that could happen if I let go? Like, what could I then attract? What would I have space for? What could I focus on if I didn't have this thing really kind of draining me and and pulling my attention? And finally, prompt four is an optional one. So you don't have to do this if you don't kind of really feel into it. It's fine. But this is a, a scripting exercise. So what I want you to do is I want you to write down a day in the life now that you've let go of that thing. So how do you feel? Um, what happens in your day? What are you spending your time on? Really think about all those possibilities from prompt three that we were talking about and make them a reality with this scripting exercise. So what this helps us to do is to subconsciously ease those fears. So with this week's journal prompts, we're channeling the Empress into this kind of self-care exercise where We can soothe our worries and fears and replace them with optimism and a much more promising outlook. So often we hold on tightly to something because we're afraid of the unknown that will follow if we should let go of that thing. So with these journal prompts, we are trying to reassure ourselves that there is always a plan. There's always kind of a plan B. There's always a backup. There's always something waiting to come in like a bit like a conveyor belt of positivity. If you let go of something, your life is not going to cease to exist. It's not going to just stop or put you into some sort of weird limbo. The day, the next day will always come. Tomorrow will always come. Today will always be the past. Like it's just, it's constant. You can never reach a point where absolutely nothing is going to happen in your day. And so we're trying to reassure ourselves and remind ourselves that even though this particular thing is no longer going to be part of our lives, it doesn't mean that our lives are going to stop or our lives are going to never progress again, or we're always going to move forward. So that is it for this week, episode 10, end of the season. And I'm going to be off 
to have a little break, give my voice a break, give give my I can't see even my brain is starting to die a little bit. So yeah, I think now is the perfect time for a little podcast holiday. But again, I just want to thank you guys so much for giving this podcast <laughs> your time. I don't know whether you can hear the cat. I, I closed the door on him and now he's upset that he can't come in. <laughs> so I better, better wrap up this podcast so I can go see to the, the cat that won't stop meowing outside. So yeah, thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast, for receiving it so well, for sending me all your messages and DMs and stuff tell me how much you're enjoying it and yeah I will see you again on the 10th of April for season two very excited to get stuck into another season and talking about tarot with you guys once again so yeah that is it for season one for episode 10 and if you enjoy the podcast please head over to whatever podcast platform you listen to it may be apple Podcasts, google spotify whatever leave me a review leave me a comment whatever it is you want to do and that is it i will see you on the 10th of april 2022 and i hope you all have a beautiful spring and yeah maybe you you guys take some time as well for yourself over the next couple of weeks and i'll speak to you very soon bye bye guys